Our first reading today is the very last chapter of the prophet Hosea that we've been working through over the last weekdays, over the last week or so. Um, and there's really strong theme throughout this whole book, throughout the, the whole prophecy of Hosea about um, returning from sin. There's the image at the beginning of the, the unfaithful wife who returns to the spouse. And then through the prophecy, God's talking about the, the waywardness of the people and inviting them back. But to go back a few chapters, there's a, I think it's in chapter 6, um, this is chapter 14, so about halfway through the book, there's a bit where the prophecy speaks of the people, the, the sinful, wayward people who've been unfaithful to the Lord, repenting. And they, it, it quotes the words that they will say, oh, we will return to the Lord and he will heal our wounds and we will come back to him and he will raise up all that is fallen. But if you actually look at the context of it and what's being said, there's actually a shallowness to the repentance there. There's a presumption that, oh, yeah, we've, we've done the wrong thing, but that's all right. God's got our back. We'll just turn back to him and he'll make sure that everything's okay. There's a, there's a presumption there and a, a shallowness to the repentance. But then we come to this passage today, the very end of the book, and rather than the imperfect repentance of the people themselves... We see God gives them words to repent. Um, God, the, the word of the Lord is addressed to them saying, saying, you know, this is what you can say to the Lord when you come before him. This is how you can repent. Um, take all our iniquity away so that we may have happiness again. Anyway, there's all this. You can read the whole repentance bit there. But the point is that God himself is giving the gift of repentance because even in our waywardness and our unfaithfulness, our lostness in sin, we don't even know how to come back to God ourselves. And our, our coming back to God is tainted with the pride and the selfishness that is part of the sin anyway. We, we, we just want to kind of get ourselves back in order so that we can be um, selfish again. But God actually wants to give us the gift of repentance. And this is an important thing to think of that, I think we can approach, um, it's, it's particularly clear in, say, the, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, we can think that, oh, we have to do all the hard work and figure out our sins, and that's all the messy part that God's not in, because that's all, that's all depressive, and, and it's just about evil and things. And then when we come to the sacrament, and once we've repented, then we get God's grace and start moving with him. But no, even to be aware of our sins is God's grace. To be able to um, wants to move back towards God is God's grace. And then every step that we take on that journey back towards God is God's grace. He's providing for that restoration every step of the way. And not just, not just at the end, he gives us the grace of being reconciled with him. But every step of the way is God's grace. He, he puts the words in our mouths to be able to repent to him. And I think an encouragement that... Oh, I just wanted to mention as well, our psalm today is one of the best examples, I think, of God giving us words with which to repent. Psalm um, 50 or 51 um, is yeah, just a beautiful expression of what repentance is. If you're wanting to repent of your sins, pray that psalm. It's great. But what do I want to encourage you in about repentance today? That repentance should also not be just something we do from time to time, you know, when oh, my sins have kind of built up enough that it's probably time I should go to reconciliation again. But 
repentance is to be a constant movement in our relationship with the Lord, a constant movement in our spiritual life, uh, because, you know, we don't just sin occasionally. Um, and it's also important to remember that repentance and reconciliation happens not only in the sacrament. Yes, that's an important, vital place for us to go um, regularly, but we can also, we can seek God's forgiveness by confessing to him in our prayer, by confessing to other people, by approaching the Eucharist, um, we can receive forgiveness for our venial sins in that way. So repentance should be a constant thing that we do. We don't need to wait until the next time that there's a reconciliation slot. Um, if we're aware of our sins, we can repent then and there. And a great way to make this a, uh, a more regular thing in our lives is to recognize that on Fridays, every Friday, the, the church calls a day of penance and we're invited to, to take up penance in some way. Um, you know, it used to be that all the church in Australia would together abstain from meat on Fridays, but now we have the freedom to... We didn't do away with days of penance altogether. Now we just have the freedom to decide individually which way we want to do. So you might want to abstain from meat on Fridays. You might want to fast in some other way, or you might want to take up some prayer on Fridays as in, in a particularly repentant sort of mode. Um, and that's one great way that we can make this action of repentance, just as sin is so much a part of our lives, we can make the act of repentance something that's a constant movement, bringing ourselves back before the Lord. And constantly, not, not just trying to do so out of our own strength, but asking the Lord for that grace to repent earnestly and truly repent, not according to our own pride and our own selfishness, but repent according to the Lord's heart so that we can truly come back to him and be reconciled in relationship with him.